church. Well, why don't y'all go in and have a seat? Well, today, as I have said, as I take my shoes off, is a bit of a different kind of a day. We get the opportunity to celebrate with uh, some people who have made the best decision of their life. We. Well, today we have several kids getting baptized. Why don't you come walk right over here? One second, one second. Now, all the kids baptized today, they have been through uh, a class, a new believers class. They've been asked questions. They've answered the questions. The families have come. Um, hey, why don't you come over here on this side? That would be more comfortable, yeah. Uh, and so we just get the privilege to celebrate. We're going to celebrate with Nevaeh. Let's watch her testimony right now. My name is Nevaeh, and I am seven years old. When I was at church, I asked Jesus and prayed in my heart. I prayed with my mom and Miss Allison. I want to be baptized because I want to be in God's family. My name is Nevaeh, and I decided to follow Jesus. Nevaeh, based on your profession of faith, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, buried in the likeness of his death and raised in the likeness of his life. All right? Come up this house. There we go. One, two, three, hop. Go ahead. Come on over, family. Get some wet hugs. Those are always good. I got some more special baptisms. I get the privilege of baptizing my two daughters this morning. Uh, so I'm super pumped about that. Let's watch uh, Nora's video. Hi, my name is Nora, and I am six years old. And I, and I decided to follow Jesus because I, I wanted to show him that I believe in him and that he is powerful than any other person. And I, and I was at the dinner table with my dad, and I was talking to my dad, and and I, I did, I asked my dad, "What does?" asking Jesus your heartbeat and and I decided that I wanted to get baptized. I want to be baptized because I believe in Jesus and he is powerful than any other person. My name is Nora and I decided to follow Jesus. Based on your profession of faith, my sister, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, buried in the likeness of his death and raised in the likeness of his life. Hi, my name is Adeline Garcia, and I am seven years old. I wanted to be part of God's family because um, I wanted to go to heaven. And I was... Um, Talking to Mr. Rob, I asked, how do, you, how do you ask Jesus in your heart? When we went home, my dad talk, talked to me, and, and he asked me some questions. That's when I decided to ask Jesus in my heart. When I asked Jesus in my heart, I was with my dad, and 
I, I want to get baptized to show everyone that I am, that I asked Jesus in my heart. My name is Adeline Garcia and I have decided to follow Jesus. Based on your profession of faith, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, buried in the likeness of his death and raised in the likeness of his life. Hey, can we celebrate? Clap your hands, well, amen. I Let's never see. thought I'd be standing in a hot tub in the, on the sanctuary right here on the stage, but uh, God is good, isn't he? And uh, man, we, as Carlos just mentioned, we want to celebrate what God is doing at Hallmark. We had a great week at Man Camp this week, had three more people give their life to Christ this week. And uh, yeah, give the Lord a hand. That was awesome. And uh, both uh, Nevaeh and Jason, Nevaeh got baptized earlier, and Jason, they both, uh, I think it was March the 17th, is that right? A few weeks ago, right here in this sanctuary during big church, uh, they both prayed and asked Jesus to come in their life. And I remember uh, when I asked, did anyone pray that prayer today? Nevaeh was sitting right over there, and she raised her hand. Jason was sitting right there on the back row with great-grandma Elaine Lindsay, yeah? And, uh, of course, with Grandpa Mike, and uh, shot, shot his hand up. Grandpa's not excited, right? Hey, this is, this is, a, this is what church is about, uh, bringing the next generation to know and follow Jesus Christ. And so we have great-grandma and Probably Mike will never have the word great attached to him, but Grandpa, and uh, of course Mom, Courtney here, and Dad, David is in the back, but Jason, have you decided to follow Jesus? Yes. That's good. Based on your public profession of faith, I baptize thee, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. Awesome, man. I didn't really go to church that much, and I mostly just stayed home. When I got saved, I think it was when I was 10 at my old church. Um, it was kind of like at the end when we uh, started to go more often, and I started to learn more about God. Now that I'm saved, I know what God wants me to do with my life. I want to get baptized because I want to show other people that God is my Savior. My name is Aiden, and I've decided to follow Christ. This is Aiden and uh, his family and big brother Xavier here. I know Xavier was a big uh, example to Aiden in making this decision, and Grandma down there, Judy. And so, yeah, you ready for this, buddy? All right, go ahead. Aiden, have you decided to follow Jesus? I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, bearing the likeness of his death, raising the likeness of his resurrection. I'm on number eight. There we go. Dave Winger. I'm the associate pastor here at Hallmark. And uh, a couple months ago, a young man stopped by the office, Mario Patterson. And uh, Mario was going through a, a rough time in his life and was just really looking for some answers. And I was able to talk to him a couple months ago. We prayed together and uh, didn't see him since. And then Wednesday night, Mario came to church and walked in near the end of our men's Bible study and just needed to talk to somebody. So Adam Green and I, I talked to him for about a half hour and 
Adam said, Mario, why'd you come tonight? And he said, I want to I find God. I need peace in my life. And so, yeah, so praise God. So we, uh, we were privileged to pray with him. And I, I said, hey, by the way, it's Sunday. We're, we're having a baptismal service. It's your next step. He said, I'll be there. So he showed up this morning. And I'm ready to take that next step of obedience. And so Mario Patterson is a new member of our faith family, and he's taking his next step. So let's celebrate with him today. Mario, have you decided to follow Jesus? Yes, sir. I'm baptizing my brother, named the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. You got a sound for the Well, before I gave my life to Jesus, I had uh, raised my son until he was six. Then I had an ugly custody battle uh, with his mother, and she got custody of him, and they moved off to Irving, and uh, my, my whole life fell apart. Got into a, a big custody battle with her and some trouble with the law, and had spent all the equity in my house and everything I had to stay out of trouble. And at the same time, my mother developed breast cancer. And I had uh, moved in with my parents to help her recover. And just a really dark period in my life, I, uh, I was drinking real heavily. Uh, I was actually, I, I was bouncing at a, at a honky-tonk in uh, Burleson called Hoots. And uh, a good friend of mine, Robert Cross, had uh, picked up a job and some work with uh, Chris Cravens and uh, kind of pushed me into the business with Chris and uh, we developed a friendship and a relationship. Me and Chris went to breakfast one morning and uh, I basically just broke, broke down in tears and because uh, I, I was empty and I didn't have anything to go on. And he told me, he said, have you given your life to Christ? And, I said, no, I was, I was raised Catholic. I've never, I never confessed and uh, turned my life over to Christ. And, and we, we, uh, we did that right there at breakfast. Well, I want to be baptized uh, because I feel like uh, I want to do everything completely. I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to wade through the kiddie pool. I want to take the full plunge in the deep end of uh, my faith. My name is Heath, and I've decided to follow Jesus. I got to know uh, Heath, and uh, I just want to give a testament real quick to, of course, his mom's here to celebrate, but uh, his co-worker, uh, Chris, is the one that led him to Christ. And uh, yeah, let's give the Lord a hand. So... Uh, you know, we say this every week, but God has called us, us collectively, not us as staff, to make disciples who make disciples. Amen. And that's what this is a picture of. And, and already, I'm going to confess something for JT, his boy back here. Uh, JT gave his life to Christ yesterday. And, uh, you know, already, already been an example to your son. I'm proud of you, Heath. Heath, have you decided to follow Jesus? Yes, sir. I'm baptizing my brother in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. Awesome. 
Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask Robert and Steve to make their way up here. I think Robert's got a few family that's going to come with him as well. Man, isn't this awesome today? Yeah, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And uh, this is another testimony today of, of a co-worker just investing uh, their life into someone else. Yesterday at our man camp, we talked about discipleship and uh, one of the words that our, our student pastor Carlos used was that sometimes discipleship is messy. Because the truth is, if we're honest with ourselves, we're all pretty messy people, aren't we? We all mess up a lot. And uh, so discipleship and investing in someone takes time. Um, and so I, I'm just thankful for people like you in our church that are investing their story uh, into coworkers, neighbors, friends. And so Robert has kind of written out his testimony, and uh, Steve's probably going to cry through I mean, Steve's going to read through it. And uh, so I appreciate you, Steve, and uh, uh, Dave's got the mic there for you. I'm way out of my comfort zone, but the Lord has been uh, working in me with Robert all this time. Uh, what we're doing today is not to glorify us, it's to glorify our Lord Jesus. My wife had been a played a big part in this, ministering to me and talking to me and helping Robert. Uh, Robert was asked to uh, write a testimony of, of his life uh, until today, and, and, it, and it's very hard. We, we, we shared a lot of uh, time together at work, off work, at his home, at my place in Granbury, and uh, Robert has really trusted me, and I tried to walk where he can trust, and all of us is here together, I can say one thing, that you don't have to be hurting and being at your low. I, I truly believe that. You can be at your high and still accept Jesus and being baptized in, in his name today. This is Robert's testimony. It says, I moved out of my house in July 13 of 2017. I filed for divorce. I made that decision because I didn't want my daughter and my stepchildren to live in a life where me and my wife would not, would constantly argue and fight. At that time, I took the most of my clothes that I had and I come to move to a friend of mine. Steve called me and said, I know it's not my place to ask you about what's going through, what you're going through. The next week, Steve asked me if I would go to a men's breakfast at the church, and I did. The next day at work, he asked me if I would like to go to church with him and, and, and my wife. The first time I had other plans, but the second time he asked and I said yes. I started telling Steve about what was going on through as far as uh, getting divorced and what was going on through that led to the divorce. Me and Steve bonded real quickly because when I told him my story, he turned to me and said, I know exactly what you're going through because I went through it the same thing. I went through the same thing. I stir our stories were the same, 
and what made us the bond cause of our past experience and we was able to to help and guide me through my depression my first time I attended Hallmark was so awesome because of when Pastor John started preaching everything that the, that was in the service of, was about what I felt and he was talking about what I was going through now that I have been attending uh, the church my way of thinking and the way of the living life have changed dramatically I was saved on March the 3rd 2019 and was accepted in Hallmark's family on the March 13th I mean the 31st of 2019 and now getting baptized I surrender my life to God so I could better myself my life as a person a father to my daughter and to be a person people want to be around and not to stay away from Robert have you uh, decided to follow Jesus yes, sir. I baptize thee my brother in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost bearing the likeness of his death raised in likeness of his resurrection don't you uh don't you love hearing stories and uh i think jacob is coming up next go ahead jacob and and uh israel are coming up and i appreciate uh, pastor israel and his investment are uh, Spanning ministry, and uh, he gets a special day today. He gets to baptize Jacob, but he also gets to baptize his son today. Praise the Lord. So, Jacob, are you excited? Man, I'm super excited too, buddy. High five on that one. Yeah, all right. You know, Jacob and I met uh, a few weeks ago and I asked him why he had accepted Jesus and Jacob told us he told me he says well because I know I've done things that have hurt God and I'm sorry and I want him to forgive me and be the Savior and Lord of my life I said there you go that's it in a nutshell and so he says and I want to follow Jesus in baptism and I said well it would be my pleasure my brother so Jacob I'm gonna ask that you would sit here hopefully the camera can catch you so how don't you sit Indian style right there Go ahead. Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, brother? Amen. Then it is my pleasure, based on your profession of faith, my brother, to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, buried in the likeness of his death, raised to walk in newness of life in Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> My childhood was, you know, pretty, it was pretty good uh, concerning everything. I was pretty happy as a child. Um, then once I started growing up a little bit, get, getting into middle school, I started getting into things that just, you know, just weren't good. I started hanging around the wrong crowd. Um, I think my biggest thing was I just wanted to be like everybody else. So uh, 12 years old, uh, I got offered, you know, my, my first hit of weed. Fast forward a little bit to freshman year, uh, I, hadn't, I didn't touch any, any drugs or anything really. 
and I'm around people that always have access to drugs and, and weed. So I start smoking a whole lot more and just getting involved into things that are just not good. So I start getting deeper and deeper into drugs. I start finding more drugs because, uh, you know, weed is eventually just not enough for me anymore. I start getting into pills a little bit. And then eventually my biggest thing was cocaine. I got to the point where it was just so bad. Uh, you know, I was on top of the world. I thought I was invincible at this point. Then I go to jail. I uh, get pulled over one day and they find everything. They find some stuff on us and I go to jail. Um, that wasn't even enough to stop me from doing what I was doing. I was still doing stuff. And once I looked back and I saw that, that this, you know, this wasn't stopping, I, I knew in the back of my mind that it was either going to be prison next or, or me ending up dead. So um, I'm asleep one night, or I'm trying to go to sleep one night, and I'm just feeling terrible, terrible, sick to my stomach. I'm just like, God, I, I, I need you, God. I can't do this on my own. I can't stop this addiction on my own, and I need you, God. So that's, that's when I asked Jesus to come into my life. It, it felt completely different. I completely felt God. I completely felt a peace that I've never felt before. And now that I, I've actually like, man, like this, this is real. This is the real deal. It's made me just want to seek God like I've never seeked God before. Um, and it makes me want to just go out and tell other people too. And now all I want to do, I, I just want to do everything that points to God. And I just want to get closer to God uh, every day. I want my walk with God to be stronger and stronger every day. That's why I, really, I want to get baptized. It's a public profession of your faith. And, you know, it's, Jesus commands us to do that. So I, want, I just want to follow what Jesus is telling me to do. My name is Andrew, and I've decided to follow Jesus. Amen. Before we get started, I'm going to ask Estella, my wife, and my grand, Andrew's grandparents. My parents are here, so if you'd come on up and just celebrate with us. And uh, this is awesome. I want to encourage you as a church body of faith, body of believers. This has been a really difficult moment. By the way, Andrew, you're grounded for the next six months. But anyway, <laughs> but this has been a, a very uh, difficult last half of the year up until now. And, but, uh, and it's been tough. But thank you for your prayers. Some of you have been involved and, and you've shared in our life through this. And our staff here, thank you so much. We love you. We couldn't have done this without you and without the love of God guiding us. So I thank you. But this is what God does. God takes a broken life. God takes a broken heart. When we just open up and say, Lord, I just can't anymore. I need you. And Andrew wants to just profess that to everyone and say, I choose to follow Jesus the rest of my days. So, Andrew, have you professed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Amen. Based on your profession of faith, my son, my brother, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, of the and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in the likeness of his death, raised to walk in newness of life in Jesus Christ. God, you are so good, and we are so unworthy of your grace and your mercy. Lord, we stand here in freedom because you came back to life. And Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the cross. But Lord, we thank you that you prove that you have death, you have power over death, you have power over hell, you have power over the grave. When Jesus on the third day 
came back to life. We celebrate that today. We celebrate that pictured in, in the story of baptism. Lord, we live it out in our own life that we were dead in our trespasses and sins, as your word tells us. But we've experienced, we've seen, we've heard the stories of these today that started a new life. They've been raised to new life because they've given their life to Jesus. We celebrate the decision, but we celebrate the risen Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for this privilege to be here, to experience what you're doing, and to worship you through song, through giving, and through the reading of your word. It's in the powerful and precious name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. You may be seated this morning. And uh, God is good. And all the time. Man, you guys are great. Turn to Acts chapter number 8. Acts chapter number 8. And man, wow, how awesome was this to be a part of? I was sitting there thinking that one of, one of my favorite uh, memories uh, was earlier this year in January. In January, we were uh, in Kenya, and we had driven about an hour into uh, the hills off the main road, and we got to have a celebration at a church. It was their first Sunday to be in their church building, uh, and then we loaded up on the bus real quick and uh, drove down about a mile to this little, well, they said it was a river, but it seemed like a creek. And we drove down to this creek, and there were people standing all over the bridge, and there were people down that had made their way kind of down the steep embankment. And we got to baptize over 20 people that day in the river. That was awesome. And, and the last person, so I, I told you we got in the bus, but that was us lazy uh, Americans got in the bus, and, and the rest of them had walked down. And right as we were dismissing about to leave, there was this 90-year-old lady that had finally made the journey down, and she made the steep way down, and just so happened that she walked right to where I was standing, and I got to ask her, have you decided to follow Jesus? And she said, yes. We baptized her right there in that creek, and as we were about to dismiss, they sang in Swahili, we sang in English, how great is our God. And I sat there as one of my favorite memories, and maybe today is right there with that. That was awesome. That was awesome to see, and, and uh, yeah, give the Lord a hand. That was awesome. But I, I want you to, in, in our story, Acts chapter 8, we're not going to be very long, and, and I'm not even going to take time to read it all. I'll give you a quick overview of it, beginning in chapter number, or in verse number 26 of Acts uh, number 8, Philip, who was just a disciple following the Lord, like all of us are supposed to do, Philip was just on mission, just like we're on mission, to go make disciples, uh, teaching them all things that I've commanded, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then he says, go to the ends of the earth. As you, you know, that commandment, go, was really as you go. So we're all commissioned as believers to make disciples. We're all commissioned to tell our story. And so Philip is just kind of minding his own business. The angel of the Lord comes to Philip and says, hey, go to this one road on the path to this one place. Okay, you can read and figure out where it is, but I'll let you uh, figure that out. And Philip decides to obey. And he goes down this road to the said place. 
And then, then he comes across and he sees a chariot. And this chariot is a, a person of high rank from Ethiopia. And he had been in Jerusalem. And so understand, he had been in Jerusalem when Jesus was crucified. And he was leaving. The reason he had come from Ethiopia to Jerusalem was to find out something. He was missing something. There was something in him that told him, go find out what you're missing. You ever felt like you were missing something? Uh, I think Heath mentioned that in his video. Like, I don't have that sense of peace. I feel like there's a void. I feel like something is in my life is missing. And so this Ethiopian of high rank leaves Jerusalem having not found what he was missing. He's on his way home. He's not found. But but Philip, it's, a, it's kind of a cool story. Uh, the angel says to Philip, well, catch the chariot. And so Philip takes off running, and apparently he was a track guy because he catches the chariot. And, and then, it, and then the, uh, Philip goes, hears, overhears what this Ethiopian is reading. And guess what he's reading? The Old Testament scriptures. God works in amazing ways. He sends them to Jerusalem. He doesn't figure out. And it's, if you think about the timetable, he has to have been in Jerusalem when Jesus was crucified. But somehow he misses all the commotion. Somehow he misses what he was missing. And on his way home, right, it just so happens that the Lord tells Philip to go down this certain road and oh he just so happens to be there's this chariot and it just so happens that there's this man that is seeking something that he's missing this inner peace that he can't find and it just so happens that when Philip gets up to the chariot that this man is reading and guess what he's reading look at verse number 32 the place in scripture which he read was this he was led as sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before the shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away, and who will declare his generation from his life? For his life is taken from the earth. So he's reading an Old Testament prophecy that speaks that in years to come, there's this man named Jesus. And this man named Jesus is going to be like a lamb led to the slaughter, and he's going to remain silent because he's on mission. Jesus came to the earth. He hung on a tree that we just sang about, and why did he do that? He did that to pay the ransom for my life. He did that to pay the ransom for your life. The debt that you could not pay, Jesus came and paid it for you. The, the sin that you can't get rid of, the sin that we are born guilty of, Jesus came, died on a cross, so that we could, our sins could be covered, so that we could be forgiven, so that we could have forgiveness. And this very thing that the Ethiopian went to Jerusalem to find, now going home, not have found what he's looking for, God sends a messenger, Philip. And, and look at the rest of the story. Verse 34, so the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does this prophet say this, of himself or of some other man? In other words, he needed someone to explain. And it goes on and Philip opened his mouth and began at the scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water, and here's the question I want to stop at this morning. What hinders me 
from being baptized. So did you see what what Philip taught this man through the Old Testament scriptures? He told him about the very person of Jesus. And he told him the story. And it was just a a month or so ago when Jesus came. And and I I got to walk with Jesus for like three and a half years. And he never sinned. He was perfect. And and, and they crucified him. And and what you just read there, the the silent lamb, that was speaking of Jesus. That just happened back in Jerusalem a few days ago. And he didn't say a word because he was on mission because he was dying for your sins. And and God has sent me here into this very chariot right now as you're reading this very text to tell you about Jesus. God is good all the time. This morning, maybe like what Heath said and what the others said in their testimony, maybe like this Ethiopian, you know there's something missing. And, it, and, and I'm convinced that you're not here just because it just happened to be the day that you showed up. I'm convinced just like God had Philip to go tell the Ethiopian, the reason you're here today, the reason you walked in today, whether you were invited or you weren't invited, whether you've been here for 30 years or 30 minutes, the reason you're here today is because maybe you also are searching for what's missing in your life. And what's missing in your life is Jesus. So we ask this question after hearing about Jesus. Well, then, you know, we see the water here. What hinders me from being baptized? Well, let's look at the answer. And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Can you say amen to that? That's a public profession of faith. I believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Everything you've told me about the Old Testament scriptures, everything you've told me that just happened in the last 30 or 40 days, I believe all of those things, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, which is what Paul wrote about. If you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you can be saved. You can have forgiveness of sins, that missing void in your life. Let me just be real blunt with you this morning. Uh, Andrew, where, where's Andrew at? Thank you for being honest with us today. Thank you for being real with us because his story is exactly what I'm talking about. That there's so many things out in the world that says, here's what's going to fill that missing part. And, and can I, I'm just telling you what the scripture says. Nothing in this world is going to satisfy you. Nothing in this world is going to complete you. Nothing in this world is going to fulfill you. The only person that can fulfill you is the person who created you. And since he created you, he has a purpose for you. And so you've seen these people get baptized. You've heard about Jesus. So the question we all should ask ourselves if we haven't already believed and we haven't already been baptized is, the same question that this Ethiopian asked. What hinders me from being baptized? What hinders me from being baptized? The answer that Philip gave is the same answer that I'm going to give you. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that he came to the earth, lived a perfect life, sinless life 
so that he could die on a cross to pay the penalty of your sins. That's it. That's it. You've heard of a lot of complicated things. That's all it is. I call on the name of Jesus. I told you a few weeks ago that, that uh, Nevaeh and Jason raised their hand, and, and I'm just going to confess with you a little bit this morning that even, even though um, I've, I've been doing this a long time, you ever sometimes doubt God? Please shake your head just to make me feel better about myself, if, if nothing else. And that day, uh, I, I, Nevaeh was the very first person to, to raise her hand, and my my thought was, oh, that's cute. A little girl's raising her hand, you know. And then Jason, he's sitting in the very back, and he just sh- shoots his hand up. I think Jared shot his hand up with him. I think Jared was like, do you see what he's doing? <laughs> and, I, and I thought, it's that easy. And after church, Nevaeh came up to me, and, and uh, her mom told me, when you were praying in this setting just like this, I could hear Nevaeh praying with you. And I thought, like the scripture says, oh me of little faith. Listen, I know you may be like, I've been searching all this time and it's right here. It's that easy. It really, it really is that easy. Would you close your eyes for a moment? And I want to ask you this morning, as our eyes are closed, but please don't disconnect. This is the most important part. This is where life change happens. This morning, if you would say, John, that question, what hinders me from being baptized? You never followed up with the answer. Have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ? Have you said, have you publicly professed exactly what what, what this Ethiopian said, I believe, yes, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. If you've never done that this morning, but you would like to do that this morning, can I just ask you, I, people aren't looking around. We're not trying to embarrass anyone. You, you've, you've experienced today, this church wants to celebrate if you make a decision. But this morning, if you would say, John, I've I've never done that. I've never professed that Jesus is, in fact, the Son of God. And I'm still looking to fill that void in my life. If that's you this morning, will you just put your hand up for a moment? Just put it up. I just want to pray for you. Just put your hand up. Thank you. Thank you. A couple in the back. Thank you. Anybody else? Just put it up for a moment. Thank you. Thank you. Here's what I want you to do. If you raise your hand, or, or maybe you just, you didn't raise your hand, but you know you need to do this. I'm just going to pray a prayer. And if, and if you really want to surrender your life to God, right where you're seated, right in this moment, just cry out to God. You can use my words, you can use your own words. It's not that important. But you may say something like this. Lord, I know that I need Jesus. And right now in this moment, I'm confessing that I'm a sinner. I'm confessing that I believe in Jesus. 
I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me, to change me, to save me. If you prayed that prayer this morning, as our eyes are still closed, would you just put your hand up for a moment? If you prayed that prayer, would you just put it up? Thank you. There's one. There's another one. Thank you. There's another one. Anyone else? Thank you in the back. Another one. If you prayed that prayer this morning, you can put your hands down. I would really encourage you this morning to tell someone about it. If, if you're a student or a child, tell your mom or dad, whoever brought you today. Tell them here in a moment. We're going to stand up in a minute. Tell them. Tell them right now. If, you're, if you want to come forward in a moment this morning, we're going to stand and we're going to sing. Then come, and there's going to be several of us, and we're going to be standing here. We're going to be facing you. If you would like to tell us that you publicly profess Jesus today, we're going to be standing right here. I want you to just come and shake our hand and say, I gave my life to Jesus. We would love to pray with you about that decision. We would love to open the Bible up and, and share with you. For the rest of us in here this morning, you've seen some examples of, of, of ordinary people who've just invested in co-workers. And I hope that it's challenging to you. I hope that it's challenging you. I, I know it's challenging to me. Who am I investing my life in? that needs to know Jesus. And I'm going to ask you this morning that if, if, if God has kind of pricked your heart in that way, that, that you need to be better at sharing your story, sharing your faith. During this song, it's an it's it's open invitation. You can come and pray. You can pray by yourself. If you want to be alone and, and you don't want us to interrupt you, just, just come up here and pray. We're not, unless you shake our hand and ask us to pray with you, we'll just, we'll just let you pray. In a moment, we're going to stand, but, but if you want to stay seated and, and just spend time in prayer right there, that's okay. But don't leave this morning without talking to the Lord about what he's talking to you about. God, we thank you for this day. And Lord, we thank you for grace and mercy. We thank you that it's your goodness that leads us, your kindness that leads us to forgiveness. Thank you for these that have taken a step of faith today not only to give their life to you but to publicly right here on this stage proclaim they've decided to follow Jesus for those here this morning that have made that decision right where they're seated today I pray you would give them the courage to talk to someone about it or to come forward and tell us we love you Lord we want to close this service and our opportunity to worship you 